This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for this Friday, May 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Bills die in darkness. LAO blasts Newsom's farm relief and further changes coming to FDA. Suspense grows as lights go out and bills suddenly die. The Capitol, along with several downtown blocks, lost power yesterday morning. Senators fleeing to a new swing space nearby while the assembly flipped on backup generators to continue floor sessions. This added even more excitement to an already tense day for lawmakers. It was do-or-a-die moment for about a thousand bills as appropriations committees acted on measures held in suspense files. Well, the jury is still out on one notable death. Proponents had touted a bill to revive Williamson Act conservation easements as falling in step with Governor Newsom's ambitious conservation plans. But the $40 million proposal did not make it to Friday. Instead, Newsom's latest budget proposal would set aside $275 million for biodiversity and climate projects, which would include conservation easements. Other measures that will likely find a second life of the budget would have added more research dollars for broom rape control, smoke taint and wine grapes, and atmospheric river forecasting. Two other assembly bills that quietly disappeared were the brainchild of GOP assembly member Vince Fong of Bakersfield. They would have established a supply chain advisor to the governor and a commission to investigate port congestion. Assembly member Ash Calra of San Jose, in the meantime, pulled a bill earlier that would have restricted employers from using technologies to track worker performance. Yesterday, he lost a bill requiring employers to disclose any metrics they keep on workers. LAO urges lawmakers to reject Newsom's farm relief. The Legislative Analyst Office is recommending lawmakers reject Newsom's proposal for $75 million in drought aid to small agriculture businesses. During a budget subcommittee hearing this week, LAO staff said the program would not address the underlying water availability or efficiency issues. Senator Sidney Kamlager of Los Angeles added that the farm representative she spoke with said the grants, ranging up to $50,000, wouldn't go far. The Department of Finance defended the proposal as targeting the hardest-hit regions and argued that a cash injection would help the struggling businesses survive. GOP Senator Jim Nielsen of the Sacramento Valley blasted the proposal, arguing that farmers want water, not money, and the administration, quote, has done almost nothing in that regard. Sir, you are talking to a farmer, and this is almost insulting. Why bother, said Nielsen. And the drought news gets worse. There appears to be little hope for improvement anytime soon in the dry conditions that plague the plains in the West. The new U.S. seasonal drought outlook projects that drought will spread across Iowa over the summer while expanding in South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas. U.S. is seeing its third consecutive year of La Nina, a climate phenomenon fueled by cooling waters in the equatorial Pacific. Protracted La Ninas tend to be accompanied and even followed by enhanced drought coverage, especially west of the Mississippi, said 
the author of the weekly U.S. Drought Monitor, Brad Rippey. So it's consistent with climatological studies that we would see some eastward and northward expansion or intensification of drought. This week's drought monitor shows that moderate to exceptional drought has expanded in Colorado and that extreme to exceptional drought has spread in Kansas. Southern Plains continues to bake, temperatures soaring over 100 degrees in places. Why it matters? Well, the U.S. winter wheat crop's already in trouble, and the ongoing drought does not bode well for getting the next in either. At the same time, areas of the upper Midwest have been so wet that farmers are having trouble getting corn and spring wheat crops planted. Top USDA officials says drought is priority. Gloria Montel Green, USDA's Deputy Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, says USDA is doing what it can to provide short-term relief to farmers. At the same time, the department tries to help producers make their farms more resilient. We're looking at the tools that we currently have and the programs we have, she said in an AgriPulse Newsmaker interview. It's an all-hands-on-deck situation. Now, Newsmakers will be available later today at AgriPulse.com. Holland questioned on drought and wildfires. Senator Maria Cantwell, the Washington Democrat, used a Senate hearing yesterday to grill Interior Secretary Deb Holland on drought conditions in the agriculture basin of Washington State and said she's worried about the impact on wheat growers given the ongoing war in Ukraine, suggesting a proposal for additional funding and research for aquifer recharge. Holland said the Bureau of Reclamation is assessing eligible projects to fight the drought. Cantwell said researching aquifer recharge is a great idea, but we need to get on it quickly. By the way, Cantwell also pressed Holland to work with the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration and improve forecasting capabilities while fighting wildfires. Cantwell said inadequate forecasting for conditions like high wind has led to firefighter fatalities. Holland said better forecasting can help and that she would reach out to NOAA on the issue. FDA chief tries to sell lawmakers on food oversight. FDA Administrator Robert Califf is trying to assure lawmakers that he's going to prioritize beefing up the food side of the agency. However, he's got work to do to win over key members of the committee that determines the agency's funding. Califf this week assigned to Principal Deputy Commissioner Janet Woodcock to serve as a strategic council to work with him on making improvements to food-related sections of the agency. We need to do smart improvements on the food side at FDA, told the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. But Connecticut Democrat Russell DeLauro, who chairs the full Appropriations Committee, charged that Woodcock mishandled the infant formula issue while serving as acting FDA commissioner. Representative David Valadeo, the California Republican, also said he's hearing concerns about Woodcock's new assignment. Help me understand the rationale of this decision, Valadeo said. Califf said Woodcock, quote, knows every nook and cranny of the FDA and that her assignment is only temporary. He also said further changes will be coming to FDA, but provided no detail or timetable. Finally, here's today's He Said It. I felt like I nailed that presentation, too. That Assemblymember Heath Flora 
after presenting the long bill on the assembly floor. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, May 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Alley.